0: It is Malcolm at eight. Welcome into the voice of a nation, my fellow Americans, and all of our dear friends around the globe. And, well, I gotta tell you, we are surely becoming fast a banana republic if there ever was one. Our Department of Justice, uh, they really are. It's no better than some uh, third world entity, uh, without a doubt, no doubt, everybody knows it. Republicans, Democrats, independents, and surely the communists know it. (laughs) I mean, really, that is what we've become here. and. and the, the classic case of this is going to be the uh, with the Department of Justice is the way they've handled this whole uh, Hunter Biden, but more than that, Joe Biden affair. And you know, it, and it, let's set the record straight here as well up front. I'm really not concerned with a gun charge or a tax violation, or that that's all whatever, man. That doesn't really rub my day. Uh, what gets me, of course, is the the foreign connections. I've said this repeatedly, but I, the focus is always put on these other minor things. That's not even the argument here. It's the sellout of our country, of our nation, uh, to these foreign entities. And you know, and the more and more we go with this, the money that this family has reaped—it's uh, it, now—and and you, you already know, like anything that's being reported is only a drop in the bucket as compared to what has really transpired. Is, there's no doubt about that either. So you remember, you got to take all this with a grain of salt because. You know there's a lot more where that came from, as they always say, right? So, but they're reporting now it's well in excess of twenty million dollars. Uh, imagine that, having that uh being able to get that in there. Uh, that kind of money, I'm saying, you know. I oh, I was seeing I, I seen this quote coming into the program today. If you listen to this from Harry Truman, nail this one here. Uh, he, he should know as well, by the way. But he says, and I quote, You can't get rich in politics unless you're a crook. And here they ha- actually have had Nixon labeled as the crook. <laughs> boy, by today's standards Nixon would be nothing. They just passed that by, oh yeah, just another day in paradise there. You know, the only way to fix this is, I believe, is to truly defund the Department of Justice. Now when you say that out loud, style, right away the left, leftist, the progressivism uh, Marxist, uh, Communist Democrats. there's a whole lot of names for them. none of none of them are loving and fun to be sure. But uh, they immediately uh, say, oh, you're trying to defund the police like uh, like these people, you know, the FBI, of course, in that in the CIA and the Department of Justice. When you put that out there as well, people always come back and say, well, but, you know, I I hate this line when they come back because I don't know about you, but when they say, well, but, you know, the, the, the file and rank are just marvelous. They're doing a swell job. And I say B.S., B.S. on all of it. If they were doing a swell job, they'd come out with the truth, not just a couple of whistleblowers that come out. What about the rest of them? They know there's a lot of corruption there. you darn well, but they all are saving their hide. I don't buy this fact the rank and file are doing a swell job. Sorry, sorry, Charlie, not buying it. And I hear that all the time from folks, you know? like, yeah, but it's just the top. It's only that seventh floor, man. The rest of them on the 6th, the 8th, the 10th, and the 15th, 20th, they're all doing swell. I don't buy it for a minute here, I'll tell you whatever floor they're on, they're all lying. And uh, and and they need to be themselves brought to justice. So where I'm going today is that uh, there were some interesting things as I started to look at this Weiss fellow. There's a whole lot about Weiss that is quite fascinating. And the fact is that you probably already know or maybe don't know, he was appointed from uh, Donald Trump. But his connections with the family and the way it goes back a little bit with uh, the Biden family as well, I think it's quite fascinating that nobody really is talking about. I think at this point, I, I think what we really need to do is have a special counsel for the department of justice. That's really what we need is this for that whole shebang there. Isn't that what we need? Just a special counsel for that. But the problem is and I want to talk about that today as well. I've got a whole lot of different aspects of how that should happen or What what they say in order because usually it's the attorney general who appoints the counsel the special counsel but there has to be a workaround friends uh, to put some heat on uh, to the story Uh, and uh, but but that's what it would take really you'd you'd need an entire special counsel to defund them or to bring them down to their knees and you know truth of the matter is it's it's pretty extreme what needs to really happen is we need to start all over again with the department of justice and the CIA and the FBI and the IRS and all of that. And we did just start all over with all of this stuff, including the department of education and all of these agencies up there. need need a complete revamp. The, the corruption is so far and wide and it's, it's pulling the country down is what's happening at the very least. We should start to get some of those agencies to hell out of Washington, DC. Uh, and, uh, we Start to change the the paradigm a little bit. Uh, some of that as well. But some of these agencies, we just don't need them. It's just it's just the building up of more government is the goal of these cats, and then the power and the corruption that comes with that is massive in size and scope. So the whole idea of appointing wise a special counsel was so that, that let's be very clear as well. It was so that the Department of Justice and uh, the Biden uh, Joe Biden and the administration could. Uh, Kind of stop off Congress to stonewall them, if you will, right? And it's it's so that they could say this. You could hear this on the news already, on, on the legacy folks who say, well, we can't comment on an ongoing special counsel investigation. Well, because it would be like interference or something. Not like anything they've done before that is interference, right? But that would be the line they would be given out there about interference. What this does is it buys a vowel, buys a whole lot of vowels probably a few consonants as well, and gets them through to the other side of the hurdle past the election, which is really all they're trying to, that's all they ever try to do. all. So it's all, this whole thing, is everything that is talked about in strategy on all these conversations, all conversations that include any sort of legalities are all about the next election. It's all it is. It's always about the next election. There's nothing more to it, man. Once you get back that, that hurdle, things, you know, they they push it under the carpet enough, it goes away. We've seen all that with the Hillary Clinton garbage and it goes away. It's like, all right, it's it's a Houdini trick, you know. And, of course, that's what the Department of Justice does really well. So the, the Department of Justice, their collusion with the Biden family lawyers makes it clear these both sides are... Uh, Uh, You know, I mean, they're they're allies. They're absolutely allies. And uh, they're trying to kill the case in in this particular story here. And they it almost worked in the first go around until that judge uh, Noriega, was it, Uh, who uh, seen it for what it was and sort of kind of funny. She'll go down as a hero at some point, I would imagine, just just for that little bit there, you know, calling it out for what it was. The whole concept of a special counsel, friends, is that is so you didn't have the corruption in the Justice Department is to get it outside of the DOJ. Uh, But that's not the case here. This probe is, uh, you know, it it really I I think the concern is uh, and with a lot of the decisions that Joe Biden is making, frankly, foreign policy I'm speaking about, it's pretty clear that we've been compromised. And so you have to draw conclusions and come back and look at this case and the family riches and wealth. That really is a crime family. And this this looks like a mafia on paper. Uh, I'm sure the connection and relationships of the mafia is all there. The Chinese mafia, for sure. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, you know, that's it. And this, you know, think how stupid this all is, too. It all started with the Hunter Biden laptop. Tool. Remember that? how? What a moron this guy is! I mean, what a moron! Put all those photos out there. I mean, he's the most polarized, uh, photographed crack addict ever in the world. That would be what? A, what a legacy that is, you know? And what? A, what a um, what a stain on American politics, and a stain on the presidency. And you just know that. Everybody around the world is laughing like hell at this country right now. There's no doubt about that. From political, listen to this here. In July 2021, I pulled up here. uh, Yeah, uh, Hunter Biden's prosecutor rejected moves that would have revealed the probe earlier. So this David Weiss, uh, they say, was known for his willingness to take on the powerful Delaware figures, kept his investigation into Biden's son out of the 2020 campaign. And so it was the summer before federal officials in Delaware investigating uh, Hunter Biden faced a dilemma. Well, what was it? Right. Uh, well, the probe had reached a point where prosecutors could have sought search warrants and issued a flurry of grand jury subpoenas. They were there at the altar already. This was in 2020 now. And but they were worried because, again, it was the next campaign, the next election. They were worried about, you know, why they were in the campaign mode. So they advised uh, the, uh, the De- Delaware attorney there, David Dave Weiss, uh, to avoid taking any actions that could alert the public to the existence of the case in the middle of a presidential election. And we've seen this happen before. This happened all throughout the Hillary Clinton stuff. It was always about the next elections That Well, we can't really do that right now. We'll have to wait. I mean, think about how stupid this is. You're going after corruption. You've got the most corrupt people you're going after. And you want to take a chance that they might get elected into office. So we'll wait till after the election. Only in America could you say something out there in the light of day so, so moronic as, as those statements. They, they go on to say this piece in political. To his credit, he listened. Huh. To his credit, he listened. Oh, yeah. It's, it's remarkable. Now, A.G. Barr as well. It's another one. The more I go on, the more I dislike Attorney General William Barr. The more I think he was also part of the problem and part of the certainly part of the uh, establishment apparatus, um, both administrations he served. And surely the second one. What a setup. You know, he probably was a Trojan horse, actually. Barr was, you know, we're think about him that way. Nobody would have guessed that. Remember, he came on as a as a folk hero to the conservative movement. Oh, there he is. <laughs> eg barman gonna help trump out <laughs> guy's a moron so with Barr now they go going to say relatively few details of the hunter biden probe leaked ahead of the election in part because that delaware attorney's office wise was pretty small is what it was so they they kept it really tightly uh, confined i guess best word to say here and so none of that really leaked out before election day they were successful in other words and um, so but here's the crux of it. Attorney General Barr also took steps to prevent its public disclosure. And this was a piece that I found from The Wall Street Journal that uh, that uh, had that do- uh, documented. Uh, the probe did not gain widespread attention outside of the conservative media sphere until several weeks after the presidential election. Uh, wherein Hunter Biden released a statement saying Weiss's office had notified him of it. And uh, some Republicans called for the appointment of the special prosecutor, but A.G. Barr was successful, calling that step unnecessary. And I do remember the back channel a little bit of A.G. Barr saying that. And this was in the early, early, early days when most of it was being kept away from the public. Okay, it is documented clearly. That any of this coming out in the light of day, and then you remember with the, the New York Post being reprimanded and thrown off Twitter and all of that happened and the laptop stories and all of that, remember it was being held. The story was that all of this would have helped, uh, surely secured the re-election of Donald Trump. They were afraid of that, no matter how much uh, ballot harvesting they could do in 2020 in COVID land. You know what I mean? You know, so... Really, it was unprecedented what's taken place here. Completely historical unprecedented that they were able to pull all this off in the light of day when you think about it. And they were able to held all that back thanks to and this is what really irritates the hell out. You know, it's not just Democrats, it's these jackass Republicans. So most always that way, people. This is an absolute unit party if there ever was one. You know, none of this would have happened. We would have been able to avoid all this catastrophe in the last few years of having another term of Barack Obama and now seeking a fourth term. Biden, he left Weiss, who was the Republican appointed by Donald Trump. Now, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Because he would have changed him out. And then not only did they leave him which they normally wouldn't with something serious like that with the family. I mean, he knew Biden, his handlers, and he, he he knows the corruptness of the money they've taken. They know their hands are filthy, disgusting. I mean, they know what they've done. They know they're going to hell. I mean, come on, people. This is not a joke. That They know what they've done. So why would he do that? Well, because, you know, well, I mean, he was appointed by Donald Trump, right? Couldn't be too bad, right? See, and this is where Trump sometimes screwed up a lot with the point and the people around him. It always bothered me. Some of the cats he would have, like Christopher Wray, another doofus. I mean, the, these cats and, and putting James Comey back in there even, you know, these were all decisions Trump made. You know, it's not exactly a sign of leadership either. I'm, I'm sorry, but I got to call that out for what it is. You know, I I don't know why he it was such a bad cast of when he put those people around him like he did. But here's the thing. Here here's here's the whole hammer on this thing. The appointment of Weiss by uh, that uh, that uh, uh, by Trump, you know, that he did to put him in power here now, was on the rec- recommendation of Delaware's two Democratic senators. So it was highly recommended. To Donald Trump, that the two Delaware Democratic senators suggested this Weiss fellow to put him in there. Now, and to close that loop up just a moment, there's a whole lot more digging. I read several multiple stories about Weiss. Uh I have zero confidence, no matter who appoints them, whether it's, you know, uh, it doesn't matter to me. But Biden, Trump, Republican or Democrat, the corruption is clear. In 1992, the state transportation secretary, Republican Kermit Justice, whose family has long been close with the Bidens. They're all sleeping together, people. What the hell are we talking about here? Hired Weiss as his defense attorney. But Weiss was disqualified from the case on account of his previous government work on the corruption probe, and justice was convicted of extortion. Huh. You know? Yeah. Brings me back to Francis Bacon, his um, quote, "I usually accept bribes from both sides so that tainted money can never influence my decision." Huh. Drum roll, please, right? All right, so this corruption. Uh, Let me ask you, Steve, about um, I know you like I, we support a lot of the things that Trump has done and I have as well and so on and so forth and actually think he might be the right medicine to kick them in the asses here uh, in the next round. But why was he so why was he so lame in who he was surrounding around him and making some of the worst possible decisions that really got him into a lot of trouble, including this case with Weiss. Who is now being used as a puppet, who the Department of Justice is obviously completely controlling, who now has a special counsel and who's now playing along with this whole charade to get this thing past the next election, right? I mean, why do you think that is that he did all that? Yeah, any, any idea?
2: Well, Malcolm, first I'll agree with you that President Trump did screw up. Uh Yes, as you said, you know, there were two Uh, Delaware Democrat senators, Tom Carper, Chris Coons, who actually recommended this guy to Trump. So, why did Trump go along with that? Well, yeah, I think it comes down to the fact that President Trump was a greenhorn in the political arena. And I think he just wanted to be fair to both sides, saying, hey, let's work together. Okay, you know, I don't want it to be all. Republican. I, I want he I think he was honestly trying to bring us together and to be fair to both sides, saying, look, we can do this together, we can restore America. He may have been trying to recruit uh, both sides uh, of the, um, you know, the opposition, if you want to call it that, uh, to unite them to make America united. But he obviously failed because he was not aware of how devious they were. Uh-huh. Um, the fact that he, you know, Trump nominated him. Well, yeah, Trump made a lot of mistakes with that, but I think he's learned a lot from it. Well, do but- we know
0: he's learned? I guess I'm. I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm questioning. I, I, I don't disagree with what you say there a moment ago, but. How do we know he's learned? Do you think?
2: Well, I guess you have to go a little bit on faith. Uh, um, it, when you right. listen to the comments that that Trump is now making, when he he says, you know, if I get into office, I am basically going to clean house. Uh, we're going. Well, you know,
0: I, I, pause that thought. I want to tell you something, Steve. You know, and I, I'm I, I'm very serious when I say this. Uh, in back in the day when this was happening, I, I, this is gospel truth. What I tell you now, while all this was happening. I could see uh, the flavor of the day and what was happening below the, because most of the stuff is never reported in the news. We know that. I mean, it's like you right. and your, our team and we, we investigate and we go down a little deeper. We see what's happening, but you know, you have to do that. You have to get into the weeds. And I remember saying oftentimes, and I, I've said it out there, I told listeners many times back then, uh, I actually called them on it and said, you know, I said, when all this was happening and all the leaks were happening and all the bureaucrats were trying to undermine the Trump administration. And it was really ugly. You remember that scene, Steve, how ugly it was?
2: It was horrible.
0: Every other day there was more of that crap happening. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty disgusting. And it got to a feverish point. And I, I was really fed up with all of it. And I, and I made the comment, I said, you know, why doesn't he have the nerve to get to from the white house Take a couple of buses over to the Department of Justice. Get the cameras out there. And I was very serious about it. Have the rolling cameras. Take a couple, three buses over there and start unloading the top staff of the uh, from that seventh floor, you know, and get them out of there into the buses and fire them all with the cameras rolling. I actually wanted that to be a moment. Call that whatever you want. But that to me is, you know, uh, stopping the establishment, the deep state in their steps and you know, he he had the power to do some of that, Steve.
2: Yes, he did. And I agree with you. It needed to happen. Yeah. Um, again, I think he was still in a learning phase uh in his uh administration, and I I don't know that he was fully aware of how deep state was the deep state you know it was these people were wicked they were manipulating him in every way they could they even used his greatest strengths against him as uh, you know with the push for the covid uh, jab operation warp speed i mean that's was, another didn't...
0: thing that was such a bad decision that whole thing oh, was a was. mess wasn't it you know
2: it was, it why,
0: was. Why, do you have to, why don't you a lot of people too by the way on the conservative side won't uh, they're very unsettled with the fact he hasn't Uh, he hasn't stood down, he hasn't reversed any of his decisions with the Operation Warp Speed and those fabulous vaccines that were like the greatest ever, he says, and that he was responsible for doing it in lock speed. This stuff kind of pisses me off, Steve.
2: Well, it probably should. But um, I think that the reason why he's he's not doing that is because he just doesn't want to open another can of worms. I think, you know, he has re- reiterated many times he has never forced the jab. He never will. I think he needs to have a, a moment of transparency where Amen. he says, OK, you know, I, I screwed up. Uh, I wish I hadn't done that. So why doesn't um, he
0: do that with a press? That's what I'm talking about right there. That would be a moment of honesty with the country. and You know, the country never sees him that way in that warm that people always say personally, he is that warm, affectionate sort of fellow. But in the public view, he comes across as a, you know, as a smart ass, you know.
2: Yeah, he does. Um, I, I think it might be a matter of time. I, I'm still hoping that he will come forth and do that. Yeah. But he's dealing with so many battles right now. Yeah. Um, why subject himself to I don't even more tyranny? You know, I, don't, I mean, you know, I,
0: you know, it's funny coming in today about Weiss, I really Trump wasn't really on my mind specifically. But the more I dug into Weiss and I seen some of the background with the Democrat senators. And by the way, I can't stand Senator Kuhn. He, he he gives me the hives when I see him speak. He's such an idiot. And most of these cats are just these Democrat uh, politicians and Republicans alike. I mean, you just know they're feeding you garbage when they talk. I mean, they're not giving sure. any sense of truth. Um, sure. Let's. Um. Your your setup there is actually pretty good, and you know the the what I'm guessing. Uh, uh, let me throw out there and um, and. And maybe there's another angle to this. Uh, Wally always has the uh, opposite uh Persian view of uh, uh, of the conversation. So, Wally, let me ask you this point that Steve and I are talking about. It's sort of a you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, in other words, with Trump, like okay, and I and I kind of get this. I think like like the, they always run on you. You know, I got you know. Let's think about this a minute here. This, my mind is spinning here, so just bear with me. It's like they always run on unity, Wally, you know, it's like everybody does it. Joe Biden did it. Donald Trump did it. Hillary Clinton did it. You know, Hitler did it. You know, they all run on unity. Yeah, we're going to bring all the people together. We're going to hold hands and sing kumbaya. We're all going to feel good at the end of the day. It's always a, 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 that's always the message about uniting the people. But I have to tell you, the more and more I thought about that united stuff, I don't want to unite with a bunch of freaking Marxists. I don't really have much in common with these people to unite with them. And I, you know, the whole uniting thing has gotten nauseating to me. But it is a point that oftentimes people have it in their mind they're going to, and I used to think that way in my naivety as a young man on radio, even like, well, yeah, we just need to unite the country. We need to bring people together. It's not possible anymore. Who are we joking? I'm not going to unite anything. What are we uniting? I mean, you know. So, you think of that on his face, but he is right. When Steve says a lot of these cats come in, they're thinking they got to do the right thing and they're playing with both parties. Trump knew that as well because he gave money to both parties. He was an equal offender to Republicans and Democrats alike. And was a Democrat for most of the years of his life, which is why the Republican Party didn't really trust him and made him sign that claim disclaimer about the Supreme Court justices which we've never done that to a candidate or president. Well, you sign over here, who you're going to put in there? I mean, it's like even unheard of. You don't even do that. That's how much trust there was for Trump, there was none. Because they've seen how he played both sides of the of the of the country. He was brilliant at it. Uh you thought. But now with this year, why because this is really important having a cast of characters around you you can believe that are believable. Do you, do you think that plays in more of the unity thing and it's just or is it just terribly bad judgment? What is
1: it? Well, let's address the question of unity right up front. Unity (laughs) is a left leaning position. The whole icons, I mean, if if you want to unite the country, you don't unite in one extreme or the other. You unite in the middle. And uh, when you look at where the political parties are compared to, say, where they were 30, 40, 50 years ago, if the Republican Party has moved at all since Ronald Reagan, it's only moved to the left. And the Democrat Party, on the other hand, has been Good running point. to the left as quickly as it can. So, the concept that we're going to unite with a party that is running for the left exit as quickly as they can get there and no, wants to flush the country down point. the drain.
0: Hold on, hold on. I do i interject. going to slow you down just a minute here. What you say there is very accurate with the left. So as a whole, we already we always said, Wally, that our country was, well, they were a little more right of the center. America, I'm talking about, you know, where the majority of the country is. Do you think that needle has moved how far over to the left now based on the premise you put out there?
1: I think by age demographic, yes. I think that our younger demographics are far more left leaning than our older demographics. And uh, I think when you start asking people under the age of, for example, 30 and 40, whether they prefer capitalism or socialism, there's a lot of young communists in this country. And, of course, they've been taught that from a very early age in our so-called schools. Or lack of education system, as you might call it, and and so yeah, that's that's an issue. Uh, but getting back to the bigger point on how Trump can get bad people around him, when you consider that the NSA has access to every text message you've ever sent, every email you've ever sent, every Google search you've ever done, anything you posted to Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, all of that. And then you ask yourself, have I ever sent a text message that maybe my wife wouldn't be the most fond of? Or have I ever done a Google search that maybe mm, I don't want wow. put out in the public light? You know, maybe Bill Barr had every intent of doing all of the right things. And all of a sudden, the NSA said, you know, look at these text messages you sent with Maggie three years ago or 30 years ago. I wonder how your wife would like that. Or look at these Google searches of every celebrity in the world nude, including some men. I wonder how how the public would like to see that Bill Burr is looking up all of so these So you think nude- maybe he
0: came in under the right premise, but was uh, derailed somewhere in the product. You're giving them the benefit of the doubt, maybe.
1: Well, I'm not. See, the thing is, is we just don't know. We know the NSA has that information. We know they have every they have every incentive to use it. You know, 50 uh, secret agents uh, talking about it being followed up the, the laptop, being Russian disinformation where well, they know it was false. So we know that there are yeah. elements within our intelligence agencies that would do that. We just don't know who and we don't know who who they may have. I wonder they if they could, have the they one, they one I potentially... sent out this morning
0: to tell them to. Uh, to well, it's, uh, I can't. It's improper language. I can't use it here. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, he is without sin cast the first nah. stone. I don't think there's a single person listening on the radio or a single person in existence that would want every single text message they've ever sent, every email they've ever oh, sent, man. and every Google search they've oh, ever made going yeah. public. So yeah. just imagine that they don't like the decision you're going to make. On so you're something. saying to say, okay, so,
0: uh, so cut to the point of then you're saying they've got the, the system, the establishment back to your NSA points. They basically have the power to shut anything down is your point here.
1: Right. And that's why they're not supposed to have that power in the first place, because of the potential to abuse it, which, you know, right. do I know they abused it? It doesn't take no, a rocket we don't scientist we to don't figure know, it out. But- okay. no, but it, yeah.
2: Hold on. It, Wait, let, let me throw in one other point. Yeah, go that, ahead.
1: Interesting
0: the, point Wally brings up, though. Yeah,
2: yeah. Wally, you, you bring up a very good point. But let's also remember this. If they wanted to take somebody down with the Artificial intelligence we that we have now with the manipulation uh, of photos, of imagery, of wording, of voice recording. If if they wanted to destroy me, they could actually put put out a video that is showing me having sex with some other woman using my voice oh the AI world happened okay so so it it hold on I thought you were going
0: to do a confession right now Steve I thank you for that taking that off the book wow
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, they, <laughs> well, you're like right,
0: listening, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, go no, ahead. right?
2: They, they can actually create uh, this artificial world, this virtual reality that looks like reality. And so, how much do we fall for it? How much? When do we stop trying to protect ourselves from it and say, look, uh, they can make it look like anything happened, and they can try to convince people, and it'll be convincing because they have the capacity to do that now. So um, why do we with
1: AI world? Yeah, now you can disprove AI, even though it may be difficult to get the public to fully disseminate that you can disprove it. Now, if somebody puts up a video of you doing something you didn't actually do, and uh, you say this isn't accurate, it's not valid, and have computer scientists show the proof on that, which they can do. Uh, Of course, CNN's not going to report that. I was just going to say you're assuming the media is going to report, but why? But but the answer to that is if you have actual information that you can corroborate that you know is true, Google searches, whatever they may be, why bother making something fake when you could bring up something that you know Bill Barr actually did or that you know Weiss actually did or that you know anybody actually did?
0: They're both scenarios that could happen. Is the point? I mean, yeah. they, they, they There's no need to debate that which one is the worst one. They both could happen. There's no doubt about it. The point. I think is we're when, more
1: embarrassed about what we actually did. I think that's a more effective way to go after well, something.
0: Uh, right, but yeah, sure. But there is, always, there is a caveat. Let's not lose sight of that. Is that anytime the media puts anything egregious about anybody, it's on the front page, Wally. When they run a retraction, if they ever did, it would be on page 32 at the bottom. Let's right. be sure that. Oh, OK, so even if that was the case, in other words, as long as you get the hit up front, it's like you get the quick, you know, the the benefit of the crack. And then after the crack is wore off, it's it's wore off. There's
2: That's nothing right. Left and now. the damage is
1: done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's right. They can the destroy
1: reputations, and that's yeah. the point. They can destroy yeah, well, anybody's reputation if they want to. And well, they can do it if they feel like it. They can do it legitimately. So information. if we
0: go on this premise now, that means then that there's no honorability left. It means that we're totally screwed and we're done. We might as well put a fork in it and go home, right? Is that what we're saying, Steve Wally? Is that it based on this?
1: Well, based on, I, I think some politician at some point is just going to have to say, you know what? My, my next girlfriend does have nude pictures of me. If you see him, it is what it is. And uh, the NSA shouldn't have that. And you just you have to make it a part of that wider conversation that we all have skeletons uh, in our closet right. and, and uh, that the NSA shouldn't have access to that.
0: Uh, well, listen, on that note, I want to mention to people here now, do not send your nude pictures into the network here. We do not want to see them. Uh, so on that basis there. But uh, wow. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, Wally's point is there's some merit to what he's saying is to be honest and o- open and upfront and truthful. Uh, it's a quality you just don't see today uh, m- m- very much at all because you're naked. you you, n- not naked in the real sense, but you you become exposed uh, to who you are. Well, You become exposed to what a human being is and a human being is flawed. There is no perfect human being, friends. Jesus Christ is not on the planet here, and there is no, that we know of anyways, (laughs) the the planet. But we are are flawed. Everybody is flawed. Everybody's got a closet. Some have a bigger closet than others and far deeper and wider. Most of those cats are running your government and other people that seem to be attracted to uh, Washington, D.C., And it's for the it's for the power trip is what it is. It's all this is. This is nowhere near what the frame has ever wanted. This whole experiment is just a bunch of rubbish at this point. It's totally gone sideways. This is never what they anticipated ever. I mean, this this is there's no citizen legislatures now traveling to D.C. to do their thing and to leave. It doesn't as an example, I can't say any names here as an example. And this is so accurate and so true. I, I just can't say anything more than what I'll say to you now, but there's a very um popular um two of them actually, Congressmen that um that I know pretty well that would text back and forth with me all the time throughout their campaigns. and they they couldn't do enough for me to help them in whatever capacity they could. And oh,, come on anytime. and and they would they would text me personally all the time. And it would be back and forth. And and as their star has, has rose to the top, as they become more um, powerful, you know, more of thinking that, you know, like a lot of people, they think their shit don't stink, you know, kind of thing, you know. And uh, but I got news for them as a human being, it all does. And uh, but now I notice when I went to get them uh, oh, about a month or so ago, it was like, you know, uh, there was no answer to the text. And then I get emails in now from their, uh, you know, their, their chief of staff or their, you know, somebody, whatever, in the janitorial uh, custodian uh, department saying, um, yeah, yeah, we're happy to book that interview with you here. But, uh, what you know, what are you thinking? And yeah, we can do it this day, this day, you know, and it's just really annoyed me that, you know, in other words, they're warm and fuzzy when they need you. And they're happy to talk to you back and forth personally or whatever else. And then. When they really don't need you because they got the power already. Like, so you will go through my team. You will go through my people and you will not pass go. You will not collect $200, you know. And these were people that were uh, very social and very connectable and conversational in uh, messaging and conversations off the mic. Very few people are that way. There are a few I've run across who are totally legit and real and whether it's on mic or off mic, there aren't there. There's not many like that, uh, really. There's not there, one gentleman that comes to my mind who's always just real is Senator Ron Johnson. I have to put it out there because it doesn't matter if it's off mic or on mic or whatever. There I will use a name because he's got a certain level of credibility i have found at least everything i've transpired with him and it never changes with him no matter what and he's heading up some of the most powerful committees in washington still takes my message still comes on anytime we need and is always uh uh, approachable approachable is the right word approachable you know whereas those that don't anyways there's something to be said about power and the corruption of power as they say you know um this uh, other one i had uh, john steinbeck a uh, writer back in the uh, 19 um uh, 1968 oh, he was nobel winner 1962 he, he says power does not corrupt fear corrupts he says the fear of loss of power <laughs> i love it <laughs> there's a lot of truth to what he says you know i love going back and look at some of what some of the historians and some of others have said over the Over time, you know, and because they they, so many times they nail it, you know, to what's happening. We're going to take a pause here. It's America News uh, is the place to get to, friends. And it's the fight for liberty and justice for all and the fight to defund the Department of Justice, the, the, the fight to put a special counsel on the Department of Justice, the fight to remove all the bureaucrats and those agencies to bring them down to size and move a lot of them out of D.C., and, um, you know, it's uh, we' we're, we're at a moment, aren't we now? You know, when you see the corruption, deep it is. Let's talk about appointing a special concert with the DOJ. Have a couple of thoughts to that, and I want to get Wally and Steve's perspective on it. did a little background on that as well. We'll join you just on the other side. You're listening to the voice of a nation. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought americaoutloud.news delivering a message of truth inspiration and hope to the world here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all america Outloud talk radio
1: Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25.
3: This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD.
0: Welcome back to the broadcast. Uh, Malcolm at 8, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time uh, weekdays, friends, is the voice of the nation here. Uh, So we're talking about this Weiss, the corruption, the fact that he was appointed by Trump, the fact that it was recommended by Democrat senators, the fact that they he made the strategic decision in 2020 to pull down, to pull back, to stop uh, in the heat of uh, what could have been a a massive point since we weren't getting any help out with the corrupt corruptness on Twitter and the corrupt and with the post being taken off social media and, you know, all of that happening in real time. And everybody knew this thing was compromised. We knew it early, early on. Uh, but they, they Weiss made the decision and Barr went along with it. Eh, yeah, that's the right decision. Let's keep this away from the American people. Let's do that. That's A.G. Barr and uh, Attorney Weiss. Here. Yeah, let's not tell them. We'll wait till they get some smart ass in there, some corrupt Marxist sellout. Um, and look at the destruction and how much he's destroyed our country. In in the time he's been in he hasn't even needed one term to 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 make things as bad as they are. I mean, he didn't. He he's a record. He should get a Nobel Prize for that too. He's done it in less than a term. It's like how how, how many months can you screw up the greatest country on 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 earth? Yeah, I can I can do that, and it's like just sing the song that song, whatever that song, show was, you know. Yeah, I can do that in twenty two months, Your Honor. <laughs> okay, you got the job. Here it is, man as long as you play to the globalists and what the rest of them are, it's amazing. So you get to this point of uh, really there needs to be a special counsel on the Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA, the entire Department of Justice, uh, which is all inclusive there. And, um, and that's really what we need. Now, the, the problem is, and uh, is how you go about doing that, because normally it's the attorney general. And if if they are, um, if, if they recuse themselves, then it's the, uh, because of, you know, whatever, then it's the attack, uh, acting attorney general that typically will appoint a special counsel. And if everybody there is, they probably all need to recuse themselves at this point and have somebody that doesn't know anything appoint the special counsel, <laughs> probably. Uh, but, uh So that's normally the way it is, but there are some other ways that this can happen. Uh, Congress can also initiate a process through which a special counsel is appointed. To do this, Congress would have to pass a law requesting that a three-judge panel of members of the U.S. Court of Appeals in D.C. appoint the counsel. And this was done previously with Kenneth Starr investigating Mr. Blue Dress Bill Clinton, remember, you know. And such a law would need to be signed by the current president or if vetoed would need to be overridden by two thirds majority of both houses of Congress or cross your legs and put your hand on the winds and see what winds, the political winds are blowing. In other words, yeah. So possibly if you get the uh, the maybe the pope will uh, not that he's got anything to do with it, but weigh in here and we get a special counsel appointed here. Uh, Wally, Steve, anybody opine here on a special counsel for the DOJ? That's really what I mean I, I without I mean, other than defunding them, which I do think needs to happen, we do need to well
1: before them. before I opine on a special counsel and a special counsel to investigate the DOJ, I want to opine a little bit on Weissmore. Uh this is the same guy that created that sweetheart okay. deal for uh for for uh, Hunter Biden oh, yeah. and understand that he applied the uh that he had he did not apply the cases in the right jurisdiction or indict under the correct jurisdiction as a consequence. I think when that was intentional? bargain. Absolutely. When the plea bargain fell apart, all he could do was dis- was dismiss the charges. As of yet, those charges have not been reapplied to different jurisdictions. Hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Yes, yes, but, but, Your Honor, but, Your Honor, they say they're only waiting... Uh, to get more charges. In other words, Weiss is going to come back with more charges against him. Do you buy that, Wally?
1: No, because here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen now is that Joe Biden is going to completely stonewall Congress. So is the Department of Justice. They're going to stop responding to subpoenas. They're going to stop doing anything whatsoever to help Congress's investigation. And they're going to do so because they're going to say that sharing anything, talking about anything, uh, returning subpoenas, anything that they do would interfere with an ongoing special counsel investigation. So they're actually going to hide behind the special counsel to prevent Congress from doing its exactly, job.
0: Exactly. Exactly. No, you hit it right there, buddy. You hit it head on. That's the whole idea of the special counsel is kind of where I started today. And you're exactly right. The summation you put out there is perfect. Uh, Steve, it's where I started. It's what I said, that, that they're using Weiss. What did I say? Uh, the DOJ attempts to Weiss their way out of a Biden conviction. And that's really, this is, Weiss is a, uh, he's just a, what do they call that, Steve? A useful idiot? Is that what it is?
2: Yeah, he, he's a high-end useful idiot. He's also definitely controlled opposition. And since we're talking about Weiss, let's back it up. And and I want to piggyback a little on what Wally said, but in a reverse direction. Okay. February 2021, uh, shortly after Biden took office, the DOJ actually pressured all the Trump-appointed U.S. attorneys to resign, Except they asked Weiss specifically to stay on because of the Hunter Biden probe that actually began sometime in 2018. So, very interesting that we now. Who, who have, asked him to resign?
0: We, Say that. Who asked him to resign?
2: Yeah, the DOJ was pressuring all the Trump appointed. Oh, US Trump attorneys, appointed.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, to resign. Okay. And so, but they specifically asked Weiss to stay on. Now, that. It has to be very telling. Why would they ask Weiss to stay on? And remember that Weiss is actually a registered Republican. Okay. So that's why I say he is controlled opposition. Which
0: doesn't mean squat today, you know, right? Exactly right. They knew he
2: would be useful you know, for the right, ur- right.
0: Do, do you uh, th- this happened? Th- th- that statement you put out where they were trying to ask for that was after Trump had left office, obviously, when Biden came in, right? right it
2: was it was uh, just after Biden right. took office. And that was 20- an
0: official years. request. It was sort of a passive sort of I mean, they can't force these cats out. They above- can't
2: force them, but they they strongly pressured them to resign. Right.
0: Right. Uh, but it that?
2: tells you what their agenda was.
0: But why stay left in the air? Because he was con- what you said a moment ago. You nailed it. Controlled opposition, I think you said, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's what he is. And, so that's know, what he was. Right.
2: Yeah. I I would ask another question, too. Like, let's say that we did get a special counsel um, selected, appointed to take on the DOJ. Wow. Um, is if it happened, would it actually do any good? I mean, you look at all the investigations, the Mueller investigation, Durham, the Durham report. What what effect did it have? Well, hold on now.
0: Everybody always says that. And I appreciate you putting that out there. And that's the same thing Wally would do as well, playing the nemesis on top of an idea, which I think is fabulous. But listen, listen, what other idea do we have? I mean, is there something better? In other words... We've got to, I mean, we all know justice is corrupt. This de- this Department of Justice is it's it's ridiculous on its face. I started with saying it's definitely a banana republic, Steve. It's a third world entity. It's garbage at best. And no matter who they're putting into, it's it's not working. So we really, and you know, I guess what I'm suggesting is. It would make a landmark moment in American history to really think about, you know, I'm just thinking, Steve, the the way we are being presented around the world into our own selves, the fact that we're trying to say that we are somehow superior with Lady Justice or somehow we know what we're doing here in the land of the free and the home of the brave is absolutely false on its face. And you all know that. Everybody knows it. So maybe if we call it what it is and get the tea leaves out in the open, Steve, and say, you know... I mean, so see those I could see those headlines now on on the Times and the Post and the all of them. I could see the headlines, you know. That a special counsel with the Department of Justice, but you know, it would have to be serious. I don't know where you find that. It's probably just a moot point. You're you're right. Probably just more for the cameras, right? I guess. I
2: don't know. It might be, but, you know, something has to be done. I I just today saw that um, I was sent an email by a, a special forces guy who says, you know, I was out there. I should have been dead because of everything I faced. I saw things that I would not wish on my worst enemy. And I'm now running for Congress. And I'm thinking, what a waste of time. I love you. Thank you for all the great service you did to your country. Thank you for your bravery and courage. But why don't we try doing something that will actually make a difference and i told him well, i said why don't you put together a uh, a special team and um do something that really matters <laughs> i'm
0: thinking right now when you say that uh, oh now, i god. probably and,
2: won't get anything any, th- any comment well, from him. but um, wally what
0: do you think about a uh, i know a special op a special ops team uh going after yeah. oh my god i'm just thinking here now we're talking back to that revolution we talk about all the time there it is right uh, is it
2: 1776 yet?
0: <laughs> special ops team. That's what I mean, really, to take on the Department of Justice and then some uh, actually is quite amusing. Uh, what do you think, Wally?
1: <laughs> I think Pinochet's favorite phrase was commie swine. Yeah,
0: yeah, I hear it.
1: And uh, uh, I, I don't think that it's realistic to to put together a team to take on the United States federal government. I think anything that's done along those lines is going to be done by pressuring the federal government via the states. And you know, we've talked about this before. If a state is going to stand up, get its National Guard together and say, you know what, you're not enforcing anything unconstitutional within these borders, let the federal government then show up and and, and pick a fight, yeah. because now you've got the National Guard, you've got any any civilian that is willing to join the militia and help out. Now you've got a fighting chance. But the idea that me and my M-16, yeah. I served for eight years in the military, four in the Marine Corps, four in the Army. I'm trained in combat. I was a combat engineer, so I'm you know, trained in weapon systems and what have you. The idea that me and my M-16 are going to make a difference in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I know.
0: Well, I know you're right you're with
1: what you say there. What, Steve?
2: Yeah, I agree with that, Wally, but how yeah. do we push toward that goal of empowering well, the states?
0: Well, we like that, well, that's exactly it. Hold on. Keep that. Let's hold it. We're talking 10th Amendment here, Wally, right?
1: Yeah, we're talking 10th Amendment. You right. know, where's Abbott? Where's DeSantis? Where's Noam? Where are these governors that are supposed to be these 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 right wing stalwarts when it comes to standing up to the federal government where the rubber meets the road? Where are the teeth?
0: And we have enough of them out there that there should be not all will come into the hat to the fold, but we only need uh, a part of that. uh, What is it? Twenty seven of them or so. Twenty. I think twenty seven of them.
1: Start with one. Our problem is we've got some governors who have great well, lips, but great, great, great tongues. Well, DeSantis was
0: one, but he didn't get too far. One's not going to cut it. You're going to need a group of these to come together to really push back against it. But that really seems to be the only. You're saying that's the only way to do something without any bloodshed and a messy situation, Wally. I think, although it could turn to something else. I don't really know. We don't really know what happens in that case when you go after the 900-pound gorilla. But you're saying to go after any other part of the government, the government's going to protect itself, right? Is that what you're saying?
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. And I'm saying even more than that, that in order to form any effective resistance, you have to have some protection uh from being arrested and and the way it is right now with all of the information that the that the uh, yeah. NSA has which they share with the FBI and everybody else right. uh, if somebody were to actually try to put together some kind of an organization to do the kinds of things Steve is talking about you now they have the ability to round up the leadership of an organization faster than organizations can be put together it's just you 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 would need yeah. to have a jurisdiction that they can't come arrest you from
0: yeah, no. Your point is, uh, it's it's a valid point, uh, Steve, uh, that we talk about here um, when we talk about going. I mean, listen. Let, let's let's put a few bullet points on this conversation, Steve. We we we've proved here today. Weiss is one million percent corrupt. AG Barr is million percent corrupt. The system was corrupt. We know Merrick Garland, the entire Department of Justice corrupt. The FBI, the CIA, the DOJ is all corrupt. The way they've maneuvered this thing pushing this over the 2020 hurdle, everything that could have been reported on, that's corrupt. I mean, we've actually done quite a few bullets here today that to me are totally proven. It's all factual. There's no, you know, there's no lies on there, Steve. We're just giving the truth. There's one conclusion, right? I mean, it, something's got to give, something's got to fix. How do we get that done? To Wally's point, there is a big point to that. Whatever we do, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm doing this special counsel as a sarcastic point to see the headlines, that are and, and, you know, I just think they need to be sucker punched right in the gut, Steve. So to say, I want to see the headlines to say uh, the United States own Department of Justice has failed America and a special counsel is being ordered. That I would pay for, Steve.
2: Well, I would, too. And I think it needs to be done because, yes, we have, you know, we we have the option to do this peacefully. We all hope for that. We want that. But we have to recognize that if we fail, there will be more bloodshed, more death, more Uh, devastation than the entire world has ever seen before. Well, there could be that.
0: And the other thing, what Wally says, he's a million percent right, is they'll come in and they'll pick your ass up and throw you in the slammer. They've already done that uh, with the cats up there now from the six. We know what they'll do, Steve.
2: Oh, yeah. But it'll go so far beyond that if we continue to do nothing.
0: 100%, yep. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. I mean, we're there. We're headed down the funny farm right now. We are
2: indeed. We yeah, are.
0: there's no doubt. We see it out here with these stories. There's no justice anywhere. This whole notion that lady justice is blind is just trash talk. Next person that says that should be slapped upside the head. That's trash talk. She's not blind. This lady knows full well what the hell is going on, man. Yes.
2: I, I will just say this. I will never, never buy into believing that we can do nothing. No, 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 no. We've always we've had insurmountable odds in every mission impossible that has led You're to right. victories that actually right. gave us the United States of America. Yeah. And so uh, I will never be. A well, I'll tell you what. Let's
0: Wally, Steve, let's talk about putting together. Let, let's do this. I'm I'm serious when I let's end on this footnote and agree on this. Let's talk about putting together a type of campaign and, and an awareness campaign, maybe with various pieces and stuff that we can create a special place on our platform and talk about the, the, the enacting that Tenth Amendment, states' rights, getting states to push back against the nine hundred pound gorilla to say to sell it to shut up and sit down and listen. That's could we, could, let's why do why don't we focus on that ahead? What do you think?
2: I'm, I'm all for it. it. Yep, I like that.
0: Right, that's where, yeah, that's where there needs to be some attention right there. It, it's got to be with the um, uh, the uh, the, this uh, you're right. I mean, the Tenth Amendment. So I'd like to see both of those things in a perfect world. And none of this is perfect, but in my perfect mind, I guess for the moment here, I'll say uh, that, uh, yeah. So, give me both. Give me, give me both. Uh, let's just all say a prayer right now to God, and just say, God, give us both, please. Just let us see. Just be. We'd love a special counsel against the Department of Justice, just so we can see those headlines and just enjoy the moment, please. That the United States has now stooped to third world, world status, and the Justice Department is now uh, being charged or uh, being uh, looked at to be charged. <laughs> They'll definitely be charged. But uh, the criminality there is uh, off the charts, to be sure. So I'd like to see that happen, God. And on the other hand, God, I'd like to see uh, the states come up. So out of the 26, 27, whatever it is that we got there, uh, give us 10 of those. Give us 10 of the strongest ones you got. If we get more than 10, we're just going to be elated, like really, really happy. God, we're going to be just like thrilled. But if we could get at least 10 of those cats to stand up and say, because the country's not going to be the same without 10 states. So the 10 states and then do a full out, blown out demand things of the 900 pound gorilla. Now, who's got... Who's got the conviction for that, I wonder, in the States, you know what I mean? Yeah, there it is right there. And that's bringing it back to what the framers envisioned, by the way. That's not being anything here. It's not being anything but real. People don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear any of this. They're just, it's all smoke and mirrors, people. It's all it is. And we need to start to pray to God for these sort of uh, developments we're speaking about here now. It is going to take some sort of intervention here, to be sure with the power of prayer and the power of God almighty is probably what we're going to have to base some, and not, I'm not talking fairy tale stuff now. I'm talking about putting the action where it counts because just sitting, praying and not doing anything is not going to cut it either. That is, that is a gift that we have from God is to decipher right and wrong, good and bad, good and evil. Those are rights we have my fellow Americans. And uh, I grew up in the church, remembering that those around me kept thinking God was going to fix everything. He had it all handled. Don't worry about it, God's got it all fixed. I'm just gonna pray on that, and just leave it alone. I mean, what, what do you mean just leave it alone? You have free will. You don't think God's gonna just fix all your problems. Like people that cry after something bad happens, why did God let that happen? They blame everything for on God, you know what I mean? It's like, we're gonna blame God for all of this. It doesn't work that way, people. It doesn't work that way at all. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved. Get loud, pray to God Almighty, America.